You're listening to episode 143 of the Chasing Simple podcast. I am so glad you're here. My name is Amanda Warfield and I am your host and I, again, am just so pumped that you're here. Whether you're a new friend or you're an old, welcome back. I'm really excited about today's episode. This episode is, as I'm sure you've seen, a bit longer than my normal episodes, but It's just a really fun conversation. This is always one of the favorite episodes of the year. If you're an old friend, you know that every quarter I do a conversations over coffee episode where I just kind of pull back the curtain and talk about what it is that I'm doing in my business. Well, this one, the first one of the year for quarter one is always a goals edition. And so what I'm doing in this episode is I'm going over my goals from last year and kind of talking through what they were, what happened, which ones I hit, which ones I didn't. And then I'm talking about my goals for this year. And I do this both for both businesses and the personal side of things. So it does kind of get a bit lengthy, but if you want that super peek behind the curtain, this episode is for you. With that, we're going to go ahead and... Now, I do just want to give a quick disclaimer. So because this episode is goals-based and I don't set my goals until the end of January or the end of December, early January, when I batch recorded all of the January episodes back in November... I didn't have I didn't have my goals set. So I couldn't batch this episode with the rest of them and couldn't send them to my editor. And I am now recording this right before it airs. And I frankly just don't have the time to do a ton of editing myself. And if it sounds not as great quality as it normally does, that is why. We will be right back to your regular, fully edited episodes next week, but that that's kind of what's going on. I just wanted to be fully honest and transparent with you on that because, again, as much as I would love to sit here and edit this episode and make it really nice and professional sounding for you, there's a reason I handed my episodes off to an editor in the first place and I just don't have the time for it, and it's not as much of a priority as some of the other things on my to-do list, but... Because this episode is so beloved, I felt like it was worth waiting until I could record it and record it well for you and then put it out there for you. So with that, we're going to go ahead and just hop on into the episode. How do I run a successful business from my home? How can I possibly wear all of the hats? Am I the only one that struggles with staying organized? What am I supposed to do about work-life balance? How can I create a solid schedule and routine? How do I even stay productive? And the biggest question of all, how do I manage it all? And can I really create a business that I love without being chained to my laptop? Welcome to the Chasing Simple Podcast, where hard conversations and actionable education meet simplicity. I'm your host, Amanda Warfield, time management coach, online educator, and crazy cat mama. My mission is to help overwhelmed biz owners get more done in less time so that they have more time and energy for what matters most. If you feel overwhelmed or occasionally lost in the roller coaster that is entrepreneurship, I want you to know that you aren't alone. Those things you're feeling, you aren't the first or the last to feel that way. The hard things you're going through, someone else has already been there too. Each week, I'll bring you transparent conversations, actionable steps, 
and a judgment-free community to encourage and equip you. So grab yourself a cup of coffee or whatever your drink of choice is and meet me here each week for love, support, practical tips, and advice on simplifying your biz. Let's do this entrepreneurship thing together, shall we? Are you looking to improve your content without spending a ton of time and mental energy doing so? Whether you're looking for help knowing what to talk about, setting up content systems, or improving your launch strategy, the Chasing Simple Shop has something for you. From a year of content prompts broken up by type of content to my launch strategy mini course, which will teach you my entire strategy for launching your upcoming online course, the Chasing Simple Shop is the quick and simple way to take your content to the next level. And you can get 10% off any item just for being a listener of the Chasing Simple podcast by using the code listener at checkout. Just head to amandawarfield.com slash shop. And again, that code for 10% off is listener. Let's start with last year. So my word of the year last year was shift. And man, it is always ironic feeling when you look back on your word of the year. If you, if you have ever, or if you do choose a word of the year, I'm sure you know what I mean. But if you don't, or you've never done that before, choosing a word, you usually have some sort of your own vision and intention for what that means in your life for the year. And then life tends to throw you things that still seem to fit under that (laughs) category. And it just is always something. So my intention last year was to start shifting my my mindset and my focus away from my businesses so much because I have a real struggle with finding my worth in my work, with finding my worth and how successful my business is at any given point, with finding my worthiness on if I'm actually hitting my goals or not. And I have a very strong tendency to ignore the rest of my life, my relationships, my self. Taking care of myself has been on the back burner for so long. And this was really exacerbated by the pandemic because, you know, it was one, the just the overwhelm, <laughs> the overwhelm that came with the pandemic made it so that I wasn't inclined to do a lot to take care of myself. It made it so that I really struggled to find a church because we moved back. I'm sure you've heard this a million times at this point, but if you haven't, we moved back home to South Carolina, to Aiken, right before the pandemic started. And I didn't have a church home yet. And so finding a church home became really hard, which for me personally, that is a really important part of who I am. I tend to pour a lot of time into my church community and I tend to be really involved there. It's just a large part of who I am. Um, And it's especially important to me because my husband's not a Christian. And so it's how I get that, that side of me filled up, like that part of me really filled up. And it, it really does form the foundation for how I feel about life in general, typically. So that wasn't, it wasn't happening. Uh, recreation, not really happening because we weren't leaving the house family, friends, relationships, nothing. I, it was so hard to give all of those things my attention because it just felt so overwhelming 
to try to work around the barriers that the pandemic put up. And, you know, we all did the best we could with those boundaries and barriers. And some things got cultivated to some small extent, but not as much as I would like. And because of that, work really filled in that gap. And it didn't help that that was when my business really took off was during the pandemic. Um, Coincidentally, I think not actually because of the pandemic necessarily, but just coincidentally, that's when my business really finally gained traction. And because it was when it was gaining traction and I, I, I had all this extra time and space and mental energy to fill, it just filled it. And I have always struggled with perfectionism and feeling worthy and enough. And it really just led me into this situation where at the end of 2021, I said, this is enough. And I am going to shift my focus. My business is not going to be my main focus this year. I still am going to work, right? And I'm still going to take care of it. And and I want to grow it still. I'm not done with my business, but I want to pour into myself. That's my big thing. So that was my word of the year. That was my intention with it. Well, there were a lot of shifts in life last year um, that I didn't see coming and that they, they hit hard and, um, yeah, just cutting people out of my life that needed to go. And there, there was a lot, there was a lot that happened. Um, and so without going into all that, because it would just be a very long conversation and not actually a fruitful conversation, it was a lot. And there was a lot of shifts that I didn't see coming and I didn't expect that I had to kind of roll with the punches with. So word of the year, always ironic, but that was my word of the year last year. And it truly, truly was lived out. So that was interesting. My goals for last year, I'll start with the business ones because I'm sure that's what you're most interested in. For the marketing agency for Amanda Warfield LLC, my revenue goal was 50000 I hit either right under or right over 45000 So really close to that goal. Really excited about that. That was in 2021. Let's see, my revenue was about 28000 So a pretty good increase. Um, pretty excited about that. And my... Other goals were to not have any new offers last year, which didn't actually pan out. Uh, I ended up opening the shop, which has a bunch of new offers in it. And yeah, that, that, that didn't, that didn't stick around, but because I opened the shop, I actually feel really excited about not really creating new offers this year, which we'll get into in a moment. So didn't happen last year, but it, it's not a goal this year, but it, I think, is going to be more in alignment this year. I'll say that. I also had a goal of two speaking opportunities per month, which I did hit. They varied. It more like I averaged two per month. Some months I had like four. Some months I only had one or none. But I did end up doing about two per month. And that's something that I'm upping this year for sure. It was nice. It was a good goal, but it honestly didn't feel like it was enough. So I not only, and we'll get to this, I'll up them, but I also will want to do more intentional speaking opportunities next year. And then I had a goal to grow club content batching and I didn't hit the number of students I wanted. I wanted 21 new students total, but 
I'm pretty happy with where that landed regardless. So those were my four big goals for the marketing agency last year. The travel agency, whew, I learned a lot last year. I'll say that. My revenue goal was 26000 I don't even remember off the top of my head what I hit, but it was nowhere near that. Uh, not even close. 48 clients. I think I signed seven. I wanted to get my website set up and my email funnel set up. I did do that. My website was launched. It looks incredible. I think it looks incredible. Um, I'm really happy with it. I'm still really happy with the email funnels that I have set up. And I just did a basic, here are the segments that I think I'm targeting. And here's a welcome sequence. And that was really it. And I'm just walking people through the welcome sequence and then into my newsletter. But that is the basis for building off of what will come in the future. And then I had really hoped to save for a down payment to buy a property. I think I've talked about this on the podcast a couple of times now. We originally intended to kind of do some Airbnbs. I don't think that's that's not a, a track we're probably going to take any longer, we've decided. And so that that goal did not happen and has been completely thrown out the window. My other goals. So first one on the top of my power sheets last year, health and wellness. And I wanted to be someone who took care of themselves. I wanted to find a therapist was a big goal of mine. And I did do that. I'm still continuing on with therapy this year. Like I said, with that shift that happened, all the shifts that ended up happening, really glad I did that right off the bat last year. Um, and I made progress with taking care of myself. You know, I've started to be better about drinking more water, about actually feeding myself breakfast. I skipped breakfast for like my whole life up until now. And healthier snacks, healthier eating, working out more, and not for the sake of like being thin, but just for the sake of feeling better. And I did notice that I, I, I'm not as tired I'm still tired a lot, but I'm not as tired as I used to be. And I just feel better mentally. So that went well. I still have a lot of work to do. I've talked about this on the podcast, um, either in past episodes or upcoming episodes, but they've been recorded already about just my journey with burnout and what that ended up looking like and how I got to this place of overwhelming myself because I you know, I, I started off last year really wanting to be present and to take care of myself and to not tie my worth to my work. But what I ended up doing was I set up all these boundaries to take care of myself better. And then I didn't scale back on my expectations for how much I was going to get done. And so that, that led to some difficult things. I'm still working through that, frankly, as I'm recording this on January 11th. It's my first official week back in office and I'm feeling like I may have, I may need to scale back even further than I thought. So that's a work in progress, but that was something that I wanted to really hone in on and take care of with myself. And that meant moving my body more, drinking more water, feeding myself food that's going to fuel me versus just, and don't, don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not great at it but I made improvements. I'll say that. Um, marriage wise, I had a goal of just like quality time, making sure that we were getting out and taking trips. And we took so many great trips last year. We did have an issue where one of our trips to our trip to Hawaii got totally canceled the day of, which was so upsetting, but we had, we spent a week at, at the beach in Charleston, which is, you know, where we lived when we got married. And, uh, it's just, 
our fa- it's where we met actually too and it's one of our favorite places the food's incredible down there i love the beach and the the hot weather and so we spent a week down there we did a week at disney world which was the best i did disney quite a few times i traveled for speaking engagements we went to um, columbia south carolina which is where we both went to school and isn't that far but we spent not a whole week but you know four or five days there just kind of getting to enjoy the city as tourists and that was really fun uh, we had some other trips in there too, but that was something that I really wanted to focus on last year is just quality time with Russell because again, with the pandemic, we had spent a lot of time together, but we hadn't been spending a ton of quality time. Oh, and we, I started golfing also was another thing. That's something that Russell loves. He does not do all of his golfing with me. He does a lot of golfing with friends and then even just by himself, but I started golfing as well, which also it led to more quality time and taking care of myself and being outdoors and more active. So that was, that was a nice improvement to actually start spending better quality time together versus just time again. With friends and family, same kind of thing, better quality time, being more intentional about checking in and being present that can get so difficult. And I am the worst about seeing a text message come through and then responding in my head and never actually responding So that was something, I'm still bad at that, but continuing to just cultivate relationships and being intentional about relationships with my friends and my family. Spiritually, I really wanted to find a new church. Like I said, the pandemic made it so that I didn't have a home church. Um, I attempted to go back to the church that I grew up in and just, it wasn't the right fit any longer. And so I knew I needed to find another church, but I really struggled with that entire process, um, there was a lot of grieving that had to happen. One, for leaving the church that I had in Washington that I loved so much. And then two, for... I'm a weirdly loyal person. And so the idea of not attending the church that my entire family goes to, that I was baptized in, that I was confirmed in, that I grew up in, that we got married in... That was a really difficult thing for me to wrap my head around and accept. And so that took, honestly, months of me saying I was going to try a new church. And it just felt, it felt disloyal. Um, But I did, I did about, you know, May, June, start attending another church. And it was a really great fit right off the bat. And I'm really, really happy to be there. So that was one that I can, I can say, yes, I definitely checked that off. That feels good. Um, our finances, I didn't really have a goal necessarily. I wrote like comfort, not excess, but really I just had some tasks that I wanted to do. And that really comes down to like every year we just reevaluate our budget in January and say, okay, what changes are we making? Um, and then recreation, more rest, which kind of goes along with the health and wellness thing. I wanted to start doing hobbies and pursuing hobbies and just having time and not feeling guilty for resting and all that fun stuff. So those were my 2022 goals and how they turned out. So if you listened to this episode last year, now you've got that full circle of that's what I intended and this is what actually happened and how I feel about it. I will say before I move into 2023, I have always been a major proponent of power sheets. I'm sure you've heard me talk about them more than once probably. I decided around... October 
that I was not going to use a goal planner for 2023. In September, we did a lot of traveling. We did um, like eight days at Disney. And then I also did a, I went to a conference, Sobo, which was in Charleston, which was great. I uh, spent a week in Charleston for that in September. And then it was a little more than a week because I ended up having to extend my stay for um, a funeral. But two weeks out of that month, I was out of town. And then we also are season ticket holders for our school for football. And so there were weekends where I, it was just a lot. And I ended up not using, like, just accidentally not using my power sheets in September. And then about mid-October, I realized that I had never filled out the October form. And it got me thinking about whether or not the power sheets were good for me. And I'm not saying whether or not power sheets are good. That's, That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying for me right now in this season of life that I'm in. When I first started using power sheets around the time I started my business, they were everything that I needed. They helped me learn how to set goals. They helped me align my goals with what I wanted and where it was going. They helped me figure out how to get things done. They were great. At this time in my life, with everything that I went through and learned this year about taking care of myself and with the way I tie my worth and my productivity to checking things off and accomplishing things, not just in business, but also in general, it, I realized that it was not, it was not the move for me. And so this year, because what was ended up happening was even though power sheets tells you, again, this is not a failing of power sheets or cultivate what matters or anything like that. This is a, an Amanda failing, even though they tell you don't use all the lines, I I have this compulsion to use all the lines and then I don't check off hardly any of the goals and I get frustrated and I feel like a failure and it's this cycle every single month that just wasn't healthy for me. So I personally am not using a goal planner at all next year, at all. I wrote out on, in good notes, a digital piece of paper, what I wanted my goals to be And I broke those down and put them in my my Trello board with my action steps. And I'm going to manage my projects that way. And that's just kind of it. I'm not doing... I'm not doing a whole goal planner this year. So that's that's where that lands. Um, And that's that's why I, I just... I know it's not healthy for me and... I've set goals and that's all I'm going to set. I'm not going to set extra because I feel like I need to fulfill a category or because I have lines that I need to fill for the month or anything like that. So my word of the year for 2023 is servanthood. And this came to me in church one Sunday. Um, As I kind of let all of my words of the year do, I just let them come to me and then kind of feel them out from there. But what I really want to focus on this year is serving others well. Serving myself well by taking care of myself and continuing with that practice, but also with serving others well. I want to make sure that in business, I'm serving my students and my clients and my audience, those of you that listen to this podcast, that follow me on TikTok or Instagram, that I'm serving well 
and focused on the serving aspect more than the other side of things. Yes, it's still a business. Obviously, I'm very passionate about that. I know. Again, I'm not sure if it's before or after this one because like I said, I'm recording this episode differently than I normally record my other episodes. But if you haven't listened to all the episodes, either I don't around around this episode somewhere. It could be as far out as February. I talk about the fact that, you know, we can't be squeamish about selling because we're a business and we have to own the fact that we're a business. And I'm not saying that I'm not going to do that, but I also do want to really focus on serving well, but also in my personal life, you know, serving my husband well, serving my family members well, serving my friends well, just getting in that mindset of how can I help others and how can I put others in the the viewpoint, view what I'm doing through a lens of helping others uh, versus helping myself or whatever other thing. And again, that's not to say this is, I feel like people are going to hear this word and be like, what's wrong with you? Uh, it's very nuanced. I, I'm still going to serve myself well and take care of myself. But I do think as a culture, we can sometimes shift too far into it's all about me and you can take it or leave it and I'm me and this is how I am and if you don't like me, get out. But also relationships are a two-way street and putting in work to be there for others and serve them well, I think is important. So that's my word of the year for this year. And then my business goals... Um, I'll start with Amanda Warfield again, just because that's really the one I feel like you're most invested in since this is the podcast for that business. But my big revenue goal is 70,000 for this year. I'm aiming for a hundred thousand. So when I did my revenue mapping inside of the content planner this year, I revenue mapped for a hundred thousand, but my goal is 70,000. Other goals I have, I want to sell or book 20 VIP days of my launch strategy VIP days. I want to improve the shop. I launched the book, of course, um, rebranding. And then I really want to focus on my networking, my funnels, and taking work workations quarterly. Uh, I don't know if it all actually do that quarterly or if it's something I'll start later in the year, but I want to get in a rhythm or at least start getting in the rhythm of that. So the launch VIP days, 20 is my goal. And if I hit that, great. If I don't, like I said, I have a, a an aiming for revenue goal and then also an actual revenue goal. But my ongoing one-to-one client spots are totally full. And so this is the best way that I can help serve on a one-on-one basis Instead of just being like, sorry, I don't have anything, go to the shop. But there are a lot of people who want that. Like, here's my product and my offer, and I need you to tell me what to do for my launch and what to say when, and I need the launch strategy and the marketing strategy, help me out. And because I'm not taking any more ongoing clients, the VIP day is the best way to do that. So got a goal of 20 of those. Again, that 20 came from the revenue mapping. It's not a random number that I pulled out of a hat. The improving the shop, this one really ties back to that servanthood idea of, okay, how can I serve others well as I run my business? And so what I'm doing, I opened the shop last year 
this year I'm going through and every single month I am improving one of the items in the shop and giving it just like a total overhaul because a lot of it, when I opened the shop, I took things that I already had and I didn't improve them then. It was a, I just need to get the shop open and kind of see how things go and which products people are interested in, which ones are getting clicked on. It was really data finding for the first six months or so uh, since I launched it in July. It was really data finding. And so now it's like, okay, I need to go in and improve the ones I know I'm going to keep, get rid of some products. And month by month, I'm just going to one at a time give total overhauls to the different items and different offers in the shop to make them better and to serve all of my people better. Launching the book, I feel like that one's pretty self-explanatory. I still need to name this thing. I am so bad about naming things, but July 26th, book's coming out. So exciting. I just don't know. I don't know what I'm going to call it yet. And I need to figure that out soon. It goes to the editor soon, the first of my editors soon. And the ball's really moving with it. So I'm, I'm excited. It's, it's in this moment, it doesn't feel real. I think it felt the most real when I was actually doing the writing, but also because I wrote it in a week, basically that part was so short lived that it just feels like a dream sometimes They're like, Oh, I'm actually writing a book or I've written a book, but now I'm actually, I'm going to launch a book. I, it's crazy crazy. Uh, rebranding. It is time. It is time. If you've listened to the episode where I talk about what I would do differently if I was starting my business over, I'll link to that in the show notes. I don't remember what number it was off the top of my head, but if you've listened to that, you'll, you know that I talk about the fact that for the travel agency, I right off the bat did professional branding and professional brand photos. I've gotten brand photos done for this business, but the branding is still my original branding that I created five years ago, six years ago, maybe five years ago, five years ago, I created this. I don't know anything about branding. And while I don't dislike it, it's time for it to be a little bit more professional. So before the book comes out and before we start creating the book cover, it's time to rebrand. So that's a big goal this year. And I'm hiring someone to do that. And then uh, networking. I don't like networking. I know it's so important and I do my best, but this year I really want that to be a focus and not again, if you heard me talk about this, I don't mean like gross networking. I literally just mean building relationships with other business owners because it's important and we can't do this alone. And honestly, it's really nice when someone comes to me and they they ask me if I have someone for a certain topic, I can send them to other people. I really like doing that. It just feels good to be like, oh, you need my friend so-and-so. I know for a fact all the time I get asked who edits my podcast and I'm always so happy to, to send people off and say, oh, this is my editor or here are a couple editors that you should check out. It, it's just, it feels good. And it also reminds me that I don't have to do it all. So networking and just Building more relationships with other people is something that I want to work on this year. Quarterly workations, like I said, that one's pretty self-explanatory. I would love to get in the habit of at least once a quarter going away and working on a project of some sort, whatever I happen to be doing. At the very least, I plan to book something for early December next year for, or maybe October, I haven't decided. At some point in Q4, I'm going to go away for a week 
hopefully to Disney. We'll see. Go away for a week and do my 2024 planning. So at the bare minimum, I'm going to book that one. I would like to try to book some others if I can, but we'll see. And then funnels overhaul. Everything is just kind of a mess. <laughs> um, er everything is kind of a mess because my niche has just continued to, to change and grow and become more niched down, really. And it's time to make some updates to my back-end funnel. So that's something that I hope to focus on this year, but it's also one that if it doesn't happen until next year, I'm not upset. So those are my business goals for the marketing agency for Amanda Warfield LLC. The travel agency, very, very simple goals. Something that I learned after last year is that this business I don't have the capacity for it to be more than a side hustle. Uh, I, I just don't, I don't have the time. And as much as I would love to put more time into it, I've gotten to the point where I am just serving clients is all I've had time for. And yeah, I ended up having, I think about 15 clients with trips last year, even though I signed seven new, I had some from last year that had signed the year before. And then, yeah. And it, it was a lot. Um, it, it was a lot. So I don't have a ton of goals for this business because, or I have some, but they're really just like, they're not your, your, your typical kind of goals, I guess. And we'll get into it, but I, I am relegating this business to a side hustle and sure, I'd love to grow and scale it, but I'm not going to, I don't think, be doing the type of efforts that I'm putting in for this business. I'm not going to be really focused on getting a podcast or speaking on stages or writing books. For, like, that's not going to be, it's a side hustle and it's fun and I really enjoy doing it. And I'm very passionate about Disney and I love going myself, but it it's, it's a side hustle for fun. And that's kind of what it, what it is. Um, I because I've only had time to keep my head above water. So, goals, revenue. Uh, my goal is twelve thousand, and I don't even have a shooting for goal. It's just twelve thousand. <laughs> That's if I can hit that, I'll be really happy. Um, I want to sign twelve clients, and I want at least one of those to be a cruise client. So hey, if you're looking to go on a Disney cruise in 2023 or 2024, hit me up. Um, I want to determine my niche. That business, and that's part of, I think, why I ended up frustrated with it this year is because I didn't have a ton of time for it. And I also, I don't know what my place is yet. Um, and this is something that unfortunately just takes time and playing around with messaging. And I haven't been doing that because I didn't have the time. And that's something I'm going to do this year is I'm just going to play around with my messaging a whole lot and try and figure out what my niche is. I know what people like to hear about on TikTok. Um, people love when I talk about Russell's five-year goal for some reason or five-year rule where he will only go to Disney once every five years. They love that. Um, and just the, the content where I talk about the fact that I'm a Disney adult and my husband is not that gets a lot of views. I don't, I don't know how I can translate that into the business though. So I'm doing a lot of figuring that out. So if you're in a place where you're like, I can't figure out my niche, I'm right there with you. I have a business that I fully understand what my niche is. And I, I've 
figure, like it, it is nailed down, locked down. And even still with the second business, I just, it's a process. It's a process. So I'm right there with you if that's where you are. Third goal is to open my shop, my digital shop for that business. That is, that was a goal last year. And I didn't get to it. Once I decided that I wasn't going to save for a property, that is a goal that I ended up setting for myself last year was to open a digital shop. And I just didn't, I didn't get to it. Um, I kept trying to put aside the time for it and it just didn't happen and didn't happen and didn't happen. So that's a goal for this year and a, a goal slash hope slash task that goes along with that is to carve out one project day each week for this business. And that's where I was really struggling was that last year I would, so if you heard me set up my schedule, quick overview. First work day of the week, I do client stuff. Second is typically projects for this business. Third is typically projects for the travel agency. And then fourth is typically administrative type tasks. And fifth, if I have a five-day work week, is extra marketing stuff, basically. And sometimes I take out that. Like, it just depends. And I play around with it because Russell's schedule is so crazy. Um, and so I kind of have this revolving chunk of things. What ended up happening last year more often than not is that I would spend my client day focused only on Amanda Warfield clients and then I would spend the project day for the travel agency on clients instead of on projects. And so all I had time to do was work on clients and I never could make progress on the projects that I wanted to do. And it's not like I had a lot, but that was the whole thing. So that's a goal for this year is to actually carve out that project day each week. I'm not far enough into the year yet to know exactly what that's going to look like. My hope is that once Russell's schedule settles, which will be soon, I'll be able to just kind of stick more closely to clients, project, project, whatever. Um, but what I may end up needing to do is separate my client days and have a client day for each and then just have one project day each week. But that project day do like an AB system. So one week I work on Amanda Warfield projects. The next week I work on travel agency projects. I don't love that idea. The, the, the accomplisher in me does not love that idea at all because I know that's going to significantly cut down how, how much I can get done for this business. And it would also allow me to get more done for the other business. So I have to figure that out, that balance, because again, this one's a side hustle. So I don't know if I want to cut back a whole day for this business each week in order to add to the other. I've got to figure that out, but that's a goal. And then two more, SEO focus, Pinterest focus, because that is going to be, when it comes to my marketing strategy, like my growth strategy for that business is really just, really simply just like SEO. Uh, TikTok is another one, but SEO is going to be my big growth strategy for that. And just bringing people in kind of organically at some point, maybe I'll play with ads. I don't know. We'll find out, but, um, yeah, SEO and Pinterest and bringing people in. It's a long-term strategy. So I want to start it now. Wish I had done a better job about starting it. I mean, I attempted to last year, but this year there's going to be a lot more focus on it. And then the final one is to hire a VA. 
I would feel so much better about so much in that business if I could hire a VA. I don't have the funds to do it at this moment in time, but I'm really hoping to add at least five hours a month of VA work to that business because I did that in 2022 for this business and it was one of the best decisions I made. And it would just help. I I struggled with consistency last year with the blog um, and Instagram and TikTok which a VA wouldn't be able to help too much with TikTok, but they could certainly help with the blog and with emails and Instagram. And that would be a huge weight off my shoulder and would make it, because that's the other thing. If I wasn't working on clients, I felt like I needed to work on content. So I wasn't making moves. So I didn't have time to move the needle in my own business, which is what I talk about all the time. And I, I know the importance of it and a VA... I think is going to have to come in. I have a better system set up this year for content, but um, <laughs> i.e. doing less as I preached all of my students in Club Content Bashing. But that that's going to be a very, very hopeful goal. I'm really, really hoping I'm going to be able to, to bring in a VA just for those few hours because it's going to make it's going to take a lot off my plate. So, okay, those are my business goals. I'm going to run through my personal ones really quick because we this is already a much longer episode than I typically do. So 2023 personal goals, uh, become a published author, which as long as I stick to my pretty simple plan for getting this book out there, because it's already written, should be no problem. Visit three different Disney parks, which I'm going to Disney World literally very soon <laughs> this month. Um, and more times than that, I'm sure, because I want to use manual pass. I, we are planning a trip to Japan this year. We're going to go to Tokyo Disney. And then for my birthday, we're going to Disneyland. So that'll be, again, a no-brainer. But it is something I want to do. And the next goal, visit first International Disney Park. We'll be checking that off. Have a plan for doing that already. This one is fun. Um, I want to be able to squat Russell. Like, put him on piggyback and do a squat. That's a goal. I wanted to create a fitness goal that wasn't wrapped up in weight. And so that was what I came up with. Um, because I don't want it to be just about the way I look. I want it to be about what I can accomplish and the way I feel. And it's really, it's really easy for me to slip into that mindset of, I oh, look how slim I look. Ooh, you can see my muscles popping out, which is cool. And it's fun, but I don't want that to be the only thing I'm doing because it's not something that's sustainable. Because the second I get bloated and I don't feel skinny anymore, I don't care about working out. So that's something that I was like, what can I do that will put me in a better mindset for why I'm working out and help me track whether or not I'm doing it? So that was that was that goal. I want to squat Russell. Um, honestly, just to say I can. <laughs> um, other goals. I want to... Hire a house cleaner is a major goal. Again, that's one I don't know. When we did our financial stuff together, we didn't budget for that. So that may or may not happen, but I would love to be able to do that. And then save for some sort of down payment or start saving. Whether we do land and we build or we buy somewhere else, if that's going to happen in the next five years, we kind of need to start saving for a down payment now. So those are my goals. I, I split my personal goals into goal project habit. Um, projects I want to do, 
living room remodel, which we hired an interior designer. I'm super excited about. Put in a fire pit area outside in the backyard. Replace our garage doors because I really want insulated garage doors so that the garage with the gym is not so cold and not so hot when we're trying to work out because that always affects whether or not we're getting a workout in. And then I also want to create, I say this every single year, every single year, I want to create yearbooks, like picture yearbooks. And I've seen so many people do this and I love it. And I, because I have an iPhone, but a Windows laptop, it is just frustrating and I have not made it far. So 2021 and 2022 yearbooks, that's my goal this year. And then my, my one lone habit that I have for myself is to start cycle syncing. And I am starting to cycle sync both my work things, but also my workouts. So I'm not going to go into all the details that I've learned because that's just potentially another episode or I can find someone to send you to. But cycle syncing my workouts to see if that makes working out easier because again when I'm on my my period I don't have any interest in working out so if I'm being gentler with myself and maybe working with what some of these different things that others recommend that have done this before that have cycle synced maybe that'll help and then I really really am interested in cycle syncing my work tasks um for example this week I am on my period and I also have had multiple days full of meetings and I'm exhausted and I'm drained and it's not been an awesome week because I'm so drained by the end of the week and it's not that it's they've been bad days um but I just think that I could plan a little better what tasks I'm working on when so that's that's my final kind of goal or habit for this year. I would love it if you would send me a message over on Instagram and tell me what your number one goal is for 2023. Or if you want to share more than that, I am all ears. But at least tell me what your number one goal is. I would love to know. And your book recommendation for this week. I'm going to recommend the Throne of Glass series. And I might have already recommended this, to be honest, but I finally finished it since recording episodes, um, finished all seven books and it, it's so good. Uh, Throne of Glass by Sarah J. Mass. If that recommendation comes up later, sorry, but it's so good. It's worth repeating. I, it just felt, it felt to me like a great balance of fantasy and romance without being too spicy. It, it was a good balance, which I I love the Accord, Accord of Thorns and Roses series. That was my first series that I read of hers, and it's incredible. But it kind of, the last book got to the point where I was like, mm, they're, they're, I'm just like skipping some pages. This isn't even, it's too much. Um, a lot too much. But this one is the first series that she wrote and it's complete. I'll say that too. I am always nervous about fantasy series that I love that aren't complete. Like of Court of Thorns and Roses is not complete. And I don't know when the next book will be out if she's even working on it because now they're doing a TV show and it's a whole thing. Um, but it's a complete, so you can, I don't think I'd recommend reading them all back to back to back like I did. I did that strictly because that's how they came out from the library and I didn't have, I ran out of time. Um, but 
you you could read all of them and have a complete storyline. So anyways, a court of, not of court of thorns and roses. <laughs> that one too. Throne of Glass by Sarah J. Mass. Definitely recommend. And I will link to that in the show notes. All right, my friend, thank you for being here. Thank you for listening all the way to the end. I know this was a much longer episode than normal and I appreciate you being here. And until next time, I hope you'll go out and uncomplicate your life and biz. Thank you so much for joining me here today, friend. If you loved this episode, it would mean the world to me if you'd leave a rating and review. This is a great way to help spread the word about this podcast and help other wonderful women like yourself find it. You can find this episode show notes as well as tons of other great resources over at amandawarfield.com. And if you aren't following me on Instagram yet, I'd love to connect with you over there. I'm at Mrs. Amanda Warfield. Shoot me a DM and tell me what you love most about this episode. Thanks for being here, friend. I'll see you next time.